Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. In this episode, we're going to be talking about building your real estate power team. It's important to build your the best power team possible based on your current position. And as you grow, your power team will change. Some members will stay the same, but some members will have to leave and go out. So let's talk about seven power team members and then I'll go into a little bit more detail. The first is uh, realtors and brokers. Those are people that will come in and come out. Second one are lawyers, paralegals, the, other, the third one is bankers, mortgage brokers. Fourth one is home inspectors. Fifth one is appraisers. Uh, the sixth one we're gonna say is the environmental companies for phase one and phase two. And then the last one we're gonna add in there is insurance brokers. So let's start off with realtors and, and brokers. So those change depending on the type of properties you are buying. If you are buying one to four unit properties, there will be real estate agents and brokers who focus in that area. I don't suggest that you use a real estate broker who does one to four unit properties in the five plus unit range because the type of contracts they use and the due diligence that you do is very different. It takes a different type of agent. So that agent should change depending on what you're doing. If you're looking at industrial buildings or storage facilities, uh, when we've done our due diligence on storage facilities, you're gonna, you know, you, you've used different realtors, different agents. So that's something that you you're, that will change over time depending on what you're doing. The second power team member are lawyers. Now. I don't want to say anything bad about lawyers because I don't want to get sued, but I, I got to tell you that there are very different lawyers out there. Some are good, some are bad, okay? And what you need to do is find lawyers that will work with you on your level. At the very beginning, I had a lawyer that was very good and he had his own firm and then he sold it to, to other firms. but. He would, it was like a machine going into his, his I, I was there at a certain time, all the documents were done, we were out within like 10 or 15 minutes, everything was done, communicated with me through the process, law clerks were, were on top of everything, very smooth operation. And that's what you wanna see. You don't wanna see a lot of issues where a lawyer's coming back to you, especially your lawyers coming back to you at the last minute for documents and things like that. Uh, especially something that you've sent before. And if they're asking for it again, you know there's a problem with their process. So you gotta find the right lawyers to make sure that that happens and it carries forward to all your transactions. Also, the lawyers that you're dealing with in residential are gonna perhaps be very different than the lawyers who are dealing with commercial properties. Okay, so again, although they're, you know, they're real estate lawyers, what they see and, and the, what they're reviewing every day is very different. So your power team member may change out. Uh, mortgage brokers, bankers, again, residential versus commercial, very different. In the residential space, uh, you have a lot of mobile mortgage specialists who work specifically at a bank. You'll have mortgage brokers who just focus on residential. 
and you'll, you'll find that there are perhaps um, mortgage agents who work under brokers, again, who you know, focus in the residential space. There are mortgage brokers who will tell you, we can do commercial properties because we've done uh, a couple. That's not who you want. You want to find a firm that specifically works on commercial properties. There are a couple around uh, Canada. Everybody seems to know everybody in the commercial space. Those are the brokerages that you would go with who really focus on commercial properties. Because what ends up happening is they can shop around different lenders. They have good relationships across the country. I can get financing on an apartment building in Ontario from a lender who is in British Columbia. Okay, and that comes with the experience of, of the broker. So your, your power team member will change over time depending on what you're doing and how big you're financing. Sometimes if you're doing, for example, like a, a $15 million mortgage, you, you can go directly to uh, lenders in the commercial space and not have to go through a broker. But other times you need to go through a broker. If you have a relationship specifically with a lender, then you would want to go directly to that, that lender in the commercial space or in the residential space instead of going through a broker because that gives you the ability to usually uh, speak from the uh, person who you're dealing with and that person speaks to the underwriter. If you're dealing with a mortgage agent or broker, what's gonna end up happening is they're gonna deal with somebody usually in the bank and then that person in the bank deals with the, the underwriter, which puts you one step away from the, that process. It's like a broken telephone. You're giving information and when it finally gets to the underwriter, it may be different, okay? Uh, the next one that we want to talk about is home inspectors. So home inspectors are great. They are people that will help you to de define whether there are issues with the property or not. You know, so that's something that you can do in the one to four unit space. In the commercial space, you're probably going to do a building condition report, which requires an inspection company that is a little different. Okay, so those inspectors are going to be very different because they're looking at multiple units. They may have to look at mechanical systems, boiler systems, things like that. That is something that they may not be comfortable with. If you have a good residential appraiser, they may have a contact like a boiler company. They can come in, do that appraisal or that part of the inspection process and then uh, look at the, the house components of it differently. The other person in your power team is an appraiser. Uh, an appraiser who works in residential is very different than appraisal who, appraiser who works in commercial. Again, you're going to move and change depending on the type of appraisal that you need and what, who that is. Usually there are companies that specify that they work in commercial and oftentimes the process in commercial is longer than an appraisal in residential. Usually the turnover in getting the appraisal is faster. So you want to be able to see that happen quickly and if you have an appraiser that takes a long time, you're going to want to shift appraisers. The, the next power team member is uh, somebody who can do a phase one. So it's an environmental company that can do a phase one, which is to see if there are any environmental conditions in the property that require you to do some remediation. If you have to do remedi remediation, it can cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So um, it's important to have a good phase one company to identify any problems. And that team member is somebody that you, that you can use in, in multiple locations. The last one, 
not not the least important uh, definitely is your insurance broker insurance agent that's going to help you to reduce your net operating income and give you the best coverage possible for your apartment buildings uh, and uh, for your you know one to four unit properties it's they want to make sure that you're going to end up with the best coverage possible for a rental property including liability coverage so that includes you know slip and falls all of that you have to have specific insurance policies that deal with rental properties versus a typical residential unit. So that's something that you need to keep in mind when you're considering you know, what type of insurance person that you're working with. If they just do primary residence type of insurance, it's not the insurance broker that you wanna work with, okay? You wanna work with somebody who has specific experience doing rental properties. Then for apartment buildings, it's a very usually a different broker that you're gonna be working with. All right, I hope that gave you some great tips on working with and, and how your power team changes over time. We'll see you on the next episode of Get Real Wealthy. If you wanna learn more about me and what I'm doing, go to quintondesouza.com and we'll see you on the next episode. Make sure to check out getrealwealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quinton D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to getrealwealthy.com.